0: Well, after nearly 12 years, 11,113 files on Camborne Church on my computer, Neil. <laughs> 16.2 gigabytes of stuff we reach today. So many words spoken, so much hair lost. <laughs> and for this last talk... I want to leave you with the chapter of Colossians for so many reasons. And then I found out this was the first chapter that Emma read publicly in church was 1 Colossians chapter 1. So if I can't get through this, there's so much more to it. Go home and think about Camborne. Think about our story. Think about prayer. Think about Jesus Christ as you read 1 Colossians chapter 1. But I picked it because... It tells a story of a Christian community. It includes a prayer of thanksgiving. It includes a prayer for that community. And it finishes reveling and exposing Jesus Christ for all that he is, for our world, for ourselves. So I'd like to take that structure just for a few minutes and use that. So let's start with prayer. I'm going to change a little bit. When we have prayers, often we talk about thank you, sorry, please. And I'm actually, Paul doesn't necessarily suggest that, but Christians have picked that over the years, have simplified Paul's thoughts, and one of those ways has been like that. So can I start, Camborne Church, by thanking you and God for the journey of faith that we've made over the last 12 years? It's difficult to know where to start. I thank God for each one of you, for the gift that you are. I hope we didn't jump on you too quickly when you arrived in our church. Not having a planting team, everyone who came into Camborne Church, we were welcoming and delighted to see, and then asking if you played an instrument or could you work the overhead projector. (laughs) Some of you have now got skills you never knew you had. And what a team of people to be given by God. Some of the old stagers have left, but some of you I just couldn't shake off over the years. Ian Jarvis, Julie Whitbread, Fiona Drummond, Justin and Rachel Leonard, Ross McEwen, John Sanders, Anne Booth, Debbie Hyam, Jackie Huckle, are now joined by a brilliant ministry team with the Copes and with the Randalls and with Jane, but there's so many of you as I look and, and see... You've contributed to the life of this community and to this church. I thank God for bringing us all together. On Tuesday I shared some headlines uh, with some friends. We had a wee lunch um, and just so much has happened over these 12 years. We have gone from being a concept that was talked about. Do you remember the concept centre? That strange wee building in the way it just came into Camborne that had these strap lines to sell sell this place. It wasn't selling you a house, it was selling you a lifestyle, sir. And a concept, because this is Cambridgeshire, not a visitor centre, that's a bit northern. Let's have a concept centre. The concept of living in Camborne. But we've gone from talking about a concept to having a community where people live and breathe and go to school and struggle and make commitment to each other and die and are born in this community. What an extraordinary privilege. Camborne Church, do you remember those of you that made that triumphant procession from the waiting room of the doctor's surgery to the ark in 2002. there weren't many streets for us to progress, process through in those days. Do you remember art of belief, colors of Easter, the Easter labyrinth, egg racing, art attacks, safari suppers? Do you remember discussing what our core values should be on, a, on, a, on many away days? Do you remember having to use CDs and how God has completely turned that around? Do you remember when 106, not 105, people t- turned into the Blue Room on Christmas Day 2005? Do you remember the shenanigans with the bunny girls in the newspapers? Do you remember the public meeting at the first primary school about whether there should be a church school? Oof, that was a big meeting. We came out 4-3 after extra time. Do you remember Archbishop Rowan Williams complimenting Sarah Allen on her carrot cake, sitting in our ark, that porter cabin, sitting eating carrot cake, saying, "Who could I have some more?" And his driver saying, "You better leave." <laughs> what experiences we've shared! We chose purple for the school colour before we saw Debbie Hayam. <laughs> we knew God brings people together. And then we see on that day all the children flocking towards that. Half of Cambodon didn't even know where the school was. round the corner in that secret. That part of, Cam- of Cambodon called Upper Cambodon. Even closer to God. <laughs> well, that's what the copes have been telling me. <laughs> Do you remember the days when the beams, the whale, like, like a whale were being lowered into place in this building? The massive cranes... Some people said to me, I wish it stays like that because it looks so good artistically. And as much as I love art, we've got to love people more. Do you remember the adult baptisms we've had with the baptismal bucket? Wouldn't Jesus have done the same? It's about people, it's about words, it's about commitment to life and each other. Weddings we've had in here, in here as well. Dedications, praise and worship services. Do you remember Junction Cafe? Quiz nights, the essence course, alpha course, carols in the green, carols in Cavendish, carols in the pub, carols in Upper Camber carols in New Carolina, carols singing the good news is important to us. Much has grown organically. I wonder for you what was a watershed moment. I wonder for you if there's suddenly a moment where it all came together. In true Camborne style, I want you to turn to the person next to you just for a minute and tell them what your moment is. I've I've indulged and shared several for me as we thought about the story. What about you? One thing that really sticks in your mind over the past 12 years? Do you want to turn to the person next to you and share that? Now, I hear there's a new regime taking over, which is more concerned about timekeeping. Um, So I'm going to have to to call you back. Um, But we're in the thank you part of the prayer. And I just want to thank you for what you have taught me about life, about what you have shared, what you've helped me when I didn't see things, how you have cared for us as a family. The support you've shown when we have had major trauma and crisis. Your care and thoughtfulness. Your support for my children, for Camborne is all they know, and Camborne is all you need to know. It's what a wonderful community. Your love, your generosity, your patience and thoughtfulness has been the backdrop to our lives these last 12 years. There's so much to say thank you for, and much of it is too deep. To articulate I think so thank you sorry I need to say sorry to you my friends when I've offended you or hurt you I know I can be offhand I can be careless I can be thoughtless or I can be cheeky and that comes across as rude When I've let you struggle by yourselves and you thought he hasn't even asked, he hasn't noticed, he hasn't visited, he hasn't cared, I'm sorry. But please forgive me when I've been too timid with you as a congregation, when under my leadership we've settled for well-trodden church paths, instead of venturing into the broadness, into the vibrancy and the challenge of God's love for the world in everyone and everything god has made i come from a family of a fishing tradition on both sides of my family and i'm often attracted by the prayer of st francis which is this ethos lord push me further and i came across this prayer you've you've seen the prayer of st francis i've had it up a few times i thought no I want to show you something else. Come across this prayer from Brendan, an Irish monk who asked, is this the way to get to Dublin? No, he didn't, so it's a different story. (laughs) (laughs) It's a different story, sorry. (laughs) But in the 6th century, he felt God was calling him to put forth in his little boat. And he was looking at the Atlantic when he thought that. And he says these words. Shall I abandon, O King of Mysteries, the soft comforts of home? Shall I turn my back on my native land and turn my face towards the sea? Shall I put myself wholly at your mercy, without silver, without a horse, without fame, without honour? Shall I throw myself wholly upon you, without sword and shield, without food and drink, without a bed to lie on? Shall I say farewell to my beautiful land, placing myself under your yoke? Shall I pour out my heart to you, confessing my manifold sins and begging forgiveness, tears streaming down my cheeks? Shall I leave the prints of my knees on the sandy beach, a record of my final prayer in my native land? Shall I then suffer every kind of wound that the sea can inflict? Shall I take my tiny boat across the wide sparkling ocean, O King of the glorious heaven? Shall I go of my own choice upon the sea? Could you say this with me? Oh Christ, help me on the wild waves. Oh Christ, help me on the wild waves. Oh Christ, help me on the wild waves. I'm sorry, this is taking a bit longer. If you need to blow your nose, you know, kind of leave, whatever. It's in our tradition that we wander to and fro. We've done thank you and said sorry. What about please? As you imagine, I'm not finding it easy to let go of things. Having done so much, it's not easy not to poke my nose and say, just remember that we cherish being a multicultural church, for example. People that come from beyond this county of Cambridge are a gift to us. Please don't forget that. Or to say, please, let's remember to put people first, not procedure or religious services or money worries. Let's keep people... But no, I can't keep on doing these anxious words of remember, please remember. Maybe some of that is what Paul did in his PS's in his his letters to people. Oh, by the way, you know, please remember. But again, Colossians chapter 1, if we've talked about thank you and please There's a word for prayer for for this church that comes from Colossians. So here's our prayer as a family for you, Camborne Church, that you be filled with the knowledge of his will, that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, that you bear fruit in every good work, that you grow in the knowledge of God and being strengthened with all power, may have great endurance and patience, and in all things give joyful thanks to God. So let's get the tears behind us, because Colossians doesn't stop with the the people that it was written to, but Paul says, remember the person who was there at the beginning of your journey, who will be there for you at the end of your journey, who is with you in and through everything on your journey, because he loves you. Let's talk about Jesus Christ and the order that He gives to your life. Why order? Because this is our second week looking at the series of the Benedictines. Ian introduced it last week thinking about their listening and their attentiveness. But we move on and we look at order because this week we're thinking about the stability and change and their distinctive way of living in the midst of that. They have a deep sense of stability and yet remain radically open to change. Do you remember us dressing up as Benedictine? Anybody here dressed up as Benedictine monk? No, there not many of us. It was, Judy Knudsen, yes, Ian Jarvis. We had costumes for you. The rest of you are curious and dying to do it. I've got some in a... No, I don't. But we thought... To remind this community that we have Benedictine connections. That we are standing on land that the Benedictines used to own. People whose lives were ordered and patterned around prayer. To remind our community of that. The Camberon Festival. The first few that we had. We put on these, these uh, habits. They're black with a string and stuff. And we got people uh, doing calligraphy. Doing some colouring in of letters. We got people eating apples. We're struggling to think of what else, other food and stuff. Um, studying, reflecting, and praying, being in silence. Four hours of prayer, four hours of study, and six hours of manual labor. That was the order of the Benedictine life. God, it sounds a bit, little bit more than the school timetable, really. It's a little bit too rigid. I mean, that's, that's 14 hours. And yet, if we... We can't live our lives for very long without having a pattern. We don't live our lives without a pattern. We do actually have a pattern. I wonder what pattern you have in your life. I wonder what's the pattern to your life. I wonder what the things are that every Friday night, Sunday afternoon, you speak to your... I speak to my mother. What's the pattern? How is your faith patterning your lives? Praying first thing in the morning, giving thanks last thing at night, making space for that. When a novice enters the monastery and lays the vow on the table, his prayer is Accept me, Lord, in my frailty, my inadequacy, my confusion, and help to accept the tensions that are within me so that I may share in your glory. And the vow of stability is not to try and rush away from things. But to stand still and to say, God, you are with me in this confusion, uncertainty, the pain, the loneliness, the joy, the celebration of this moment. You are with me in all of that. And so the vow of stability called the monk to stand still within themselves. Not to be anxious, but to be peaceful. Not to be bored, but be attentive and expectant. Jesus, pattern my life so that I'm secure in knowing who I am and yet open to who you want to make me.
1: Father, we love you, we worship and adore you. Glorify your name in all the earth. Glorify your name, glorify your name, glorify your name in all the earth. Jesus, we love you, we worship and adore you, glorify your name in all the Glorify your name, glorify your name, glorify your name in
0: all the earth. Another song that I could have chosen for the Sunday, but Emma told me that I've been choosing for the last 12 years, so hands off, <laughs> was... Everyone's so busy, as busy as a bee. Because, remember the song? we Because that's so Camborne. That's so Camborne. What bee are you in that song, you know? Where are you buzzing off to? And again, I chose Colossians 1 because in him all things hold together. Let's root ourselves, center ourselves in Jesus Christ. Not in how many things we do, however interesting they are or what we've achieved, but in Jesus Christ. Our identity is found in Jesus Christ. God is, our God is not stimulation or entertainment. Jesus says, let me pattern in you a way of living that's good for your mind, your body, and your soul. So to come back to the Benedictines and the, the working, the praying, the reflecting. Pray, Camborne Church, but remember to engage the world. Work, Camborne Church, to make a difference in the world, but remember, don't simply be an activist. Reflect, Camborne Church, but please remember and live by faith. It is undeniable that we live in a world of rapid change, um, and in that, it's interesting, I came across this, oh, I was going to show you that second one, what happened to that? I don't know. There's another pattern of our lives, but... Was, was this prayer. And remember, we had that cross which pierced, which pierced our running around. We got this picture of this tire that symbolizes just how often we run around and we pierced it with the cross. In him, all things hold together. And we have this prayer suggested to us by the, from a Benedictine position. Let us live with uncertainty. You control freaks. Camborne church let us live with uncertainty as with a friend to feel certain means feeling secure to feel safe is unreal a delusion of self knowing we do not know is the only certainty letting the self be lost into Christ oh that's not easy is it that's tough but you know, each day is a gift from God. And you know something? God gives us enough hours for each day. Do you know that? There are enough hours in each day for what God's given. In Christ, all things hold together. In our fragmented and fragmenting world. I think that's the gospel. For me, if I was writing an alpha course now, I think that might be the point where I get to, because I see our world tearing itself apart. People running around in circles. In Christ, all things hold together. I find that liberating. I find that life-giving. I find that roots me for my life. not pulled apart by different demands or my contradictory desires. God knows that and accepts that in Christ. But in Christ, all things will be well and will find their place and will have purpose and beauty and truth in our Lord Jesus Christ, who was there at the beginning of time, who will be there at the end of time, and who is with us in all of our journeys. So can I ask you of this, as I nearly finish, I'm going to walk through this door for the last time on a Sunday morning. I'm going to walk into what is God's future, giving thanks for the persons God's made me and the experiences that we've shared, but confidence as I step through that door that God is ahead of me and that God has rooted me and all things will be well. Can I ask you as you do that, as you go through this door of our church, to recognize that God is ahead of us. As you look around you, you, see it's God's world. And God loves everyone and everything he's made. I'm sounding like you've heard me say that so many times. I'd better move on. I just want to finish. In him all things were created and in him all things hold together. In, live in Christ, Cumberland Church. Love in Christ. See Christ in others. Tell other people that he is the source of your life. Tell them. In Christ, all things hold together. I want to finish with a story. I'm about to go off and retreat because I'm kind of in between things. The Anglicans have given me lots of things to think about as I move into this new job. Very interesting as it is, I need to settle myself. Before I came to Camborne, I went to Lindisfarne, um, which is meant to be a holy place. I found it cold and grey and a bit boring. <laughs> well, I did for the first four days I was there. And God was difficult to find. I thought he got, got off on an earlier ferry. I don't know. You know, retreat houses, Judy Nuts, you know, sometimes they can be cold and it just... Oh, it's barren. It's a bit, you know, I was wishing for my internet and kind of your stuff to kind of look at and chocolate to eat. I was stuffing myself with chocolate, whatever at the time. But um, and then on the final day, at the back of the castle, there it stopped, and the clouds came out, and the sun came out from behind the clouds, and suddenly everything was lit up. And looking at that shoreline. Just the the rocks and their colours having been buffeted by the waves and the wind for how many centuries. And each one had a place, as I looked at that shoreline. There were a myriad of different pieces that together made up that big picture. And yet every one had a place, and that was the vision I had before I came to Camborgue, that every one of you have a place, and together you show God's glory and God's brilliance and God's big picture. In Christ, in Christ, let's not talk about ourselves, but only when we do so, point and give thanks to Jesus Christ. In him and through him, all things hold together. Bless you.